One of the things I love about this field is that nobody has to give you permission to become a full-time, highly paid writer. These options were not available a few years ago where you could just create your own samples, get on a free website like LinkedIn and start pitching. If you really want to do it, who is to stop you? But obviously there are qualities that the most successful freelance copywriters have. There are mistakes that sabotage people. So I'm going to lay all of that out for you in this video. I'm Christine, a full-time freelance copywriter in the B2B software space. I'm a self-taught copywriter, self-made copywriter, somebody who went on Google, decided I wanted to pursue this, and now I do it full-time. I teach other writers how to do the exact same thing taking the exact same steps that I took. So if you want free copywriting tips and freelance business tips, make sure you're subscribed so you're the first one to know as soon as I drop a new video, I'm dropping two new videos every week. If you've watched any of my videos, you know that I'm not a big fan of anybody telling you you cannot or should not go into freelance copywriting. If it's something you want to do and you're not going to give up until you achieve it, nobody can stop you. You are able to take the initiative and determine your own destiny and nobody can give you permission. I hate gatekeeping. I hate people who try to make it seem like it's really hard to do. If you want to do it, there is nothing stopping you. All of the information is online, whether it's free, whether it's paid. If you pay for it, you're going to get the information in an organized way that allows you to digest it quicker and you'll get to the goal quicker. But if you can't afford it, you can still go on channels like mine and get so many free resources. The barrier to entry is so low, but one of the biggest obstacles to freelance writing success is indecision. The inability to just make a decision and move forward without seeing all of the steps in front of you. You have to be able to just make a decision. Now, this comes up the most when it comes to choosing a niche. It actually comes up when people are deciding whether or not they should pursue freelance writing. They really stay stuck in overly researching it, seeing how much money they can make. You really have to leap before you you look. Unfortunately, there is no crystal ball to look into to tell you if you're making the exact right decision in your niche. There is no crystal ball telling you whether or not you're going to be a successful freelance writer and how much money you're going to make off the bat. The best thing you can do is learn the steps, make sure you do have a plan, but then anticipate that those plans might change. Some of these decisions that we spend so much time obsessing over wind up being things that we change down the road and weren't that big of a deal. For example, I knew I wanted to go into B2B SaaS for sales technology because I used to be in sales and I used some software tools I felt like I could write to that audience as a former user. However, once I actually started pitching, I wasn't exactly getting the sales technology clients. I was getting more broad technology categories. I stayed open. I wound up doing a lot of IT projects, which were super boring, but there was the highest need for those types of projects. There's not a lot of people that choose to be in a specific niche like B2B technology. So I stood out amongst other writers and I just wound up taking the work that came to me for so many different types of technology companies that weren't what I thought I was necessarily going to do. But then in the second iteration of my freelance business, when I had taken an in-house role, it didn't work out. I quit, had to build my freelance business back up from scratch because I had dropped all my clients. I decided, no, this time I'm really going to turn away clients that don't fit into the sales engagement category. And I'm going to narrow in on this very specific niche because I knew doing that would increase my income. And I knew I was experienced enough at this point to go after the companies I was looking for and I had a really built up portfolio. It's a winding path. It's not as simple as, oh, I'm going to pursue this niche and go for this exact type of client. You have to start broader with your niche in the beginning and then see what your sweet spot is. You're better off just taking the action instead of trying your hardest to make the right decision and make sure that nothing's going to go wrong because in the end of the day, things are going to go wrong. It's just the nature of freelancing and any career trajectory. There are going to be bumps in the road.
Now, this next point is going to sound very similar to the first one, but you need the ability to shift from learning to doing. And I think I'm guilty of this as well. Sometimes I go really deep on certain topics and I gather so much information, but I don't actually take action on the information. You need to be somebody who if you read a book or if you take a course or you listen to a podcast, you're going to take the information you learned and do something with it. Now, that's not always easy because sometimes people put out content online that sounds good. It's high quality from a visual standpoint. They have all the sound effects, but you don't actually walk away knowing what to do and what next steps to take. That's something I try to combat on this YouTube channel, which is actually putting out step-by-step instructions on how to do certain things, whether it's building a writing portfolio or writing a cold pitch on LinkedIn. So definitely subscribe if you like tangible information like that. Back to what I was saying before, you really need to step out of learning mode and actually take action. And that's why I've said this in many other videos, but you're better off not taking a freelance copywriting course. You're better off just taking imperfect action and moving forward. You will learn so much more from your mistakes. You will learn so much more from working with clients. Even if your working relationship with that client turns out to be an absolute train wreck, you will have learned so much more than the average person can learn just by reading a copywriting book. I think the biggest misconception in freelance copywriting is that People think they need to sit there and learn and study instead of actually going out and doing it and getting the experience. I think the reason for this is is that we're so stuck in like the school mentality of like you go to school, you get a degree in something, and then you can go out into the world and start working. In reality, you have to have experience, the real life experience. That is the most informational, most valuable learning opportunity you can get, even if you stumble and fall versus just staying in learning mode. One of the ways you can shift from learning to doing is checking out the playlist on my YouTube channel about how to get started as a freelance copywriter. If you listen to that entire playlist, you will be able to take action and get started and take your first few steps, getting on LinkedIn, cold pitching, filling out your profile, building website, all of those introductory steps to just get the ball rolling. I created that playlist specifically because it's how I learn on YouTube, I will find somebody who I want to learn from and I will create a playlist myself of all of their videos and get that free education. If the creator themselves actually puts together a playlist, they just make it that much easier. And that's what I've done for you. So definitely check out that playlist here. The next attribute that you absolutely must have as a new freelancer is to know when good enough is better than perfect and to know when done is better than perfect. In other words, just stop being such a perfectionist. If you sit there and you obsess about what your website looks like and whether your portfolio pieces are good enough, and if your about section on your LinkedIn profile is what it needs to be, you will stay stuck. That's the problem is that you want everything to be perfect. And the reality is it is never going to be. The other harsh reality is that there's people who have worse quality work, but they're getting the opportunities because they're actually going out and taking action instead of trying to perfect their online presence and tinker and take workshops and do all of the procrastination devices. My writer's website is not great. I think I updated it maybe once or twice in the years that I've been a freelancer. I know it's not great, but it's not going to stop me from doing the work of cold pitching, of getting clients and doing what I have to do. I know that for me to be a successful freelancer, someone who makes a full-time living writing online, that I don't need a perfect website. I need a website that looks decent. I needed samples in the beginning when I was just starting out that looked like they would be good samples just for somebody to give me that first chance. And once I had that first client who gave me that first chance, I was off to the races slowly. Other clients came and I was able to build up a real portfolio. Just let things be messy in the beginning. 
Just figure things out as you go, take action, and then tweak as you go. Something that really helped me because although I don't consider myself a perfectionist, I definitely tend to get caught in what they call black or white thinking. When it comes to certain things in life, I have the mentality of if I'm not going to do this right, there's no point in doing it at all. The biggest area where this happened was with my weight loss. I took a diet and nutrition program where it required you to track what you ate in a day. As you can imagine, something like how many calories are in food and logging something like that, although there's technology technology and apps that make it really easy, it's really hard to do it perfectly. If I would go out to eat or somebody would make something for me where I couldn't add up all the calories, myself and all the other women in the program would get really flustered and stressed out of like, oh my God, I, I, I don't know if I should eat this because I don't know if I'm going to be able to log it. And the nutritionist and the coach in the program was like, in this program, we're doing B minus effort. We are not perfect. We are not striving for perfection. We're striving for consistently. So I want B minus effort from you. And her definition of B minus effort was like, you do what you need to do. It's not perfect, but it still makes the grade and it's still okay. It's still a passing grade. So I encourage you to give your online presence or anything you're struggling with right now in your freelance business, B minus effort. Don't try to be perfect. And that segues perfectly into the next tip. Small, consistent steps daily over a long period of time are going to be way more effective than short sprints, these short explosions where you send a ton of cold pitches and you do a ton of work in your freelance business and then you don't look at it again for another week. Don't be that person that puts all the effort in up front. You get off to a really strong start and then you fall off once the motivation and the excitement fades. We are all guilty of this, whether it's the gym or any other type of goal we've gone to pursue. We get really excited and motivated and we are perfect for the first couple of days, weeks, or months. But then slowly, the excitement wears off and the motivation isn't there. Now, if you've been consuming any of my content, you know that I believe strongly in the numbers game when it comes to landing high-paying freelance clients by cold pitching. The more pitches you send, the more calls you take. Naturally, the more clients you will get, the higher-paying clients you will eventually get. However, when it comes to setting the goals, this is a big obstacle in my course, 30 Days to Paid. You have to set something that you know you can stick to. If 10 to 15 pitches per day is too much for you, be real with yourself and just pick a goal that's within your reach. The goal is going to change as you progress in your freelance business. Right now, I'm committing to five pitches per week. We have an accountability cold pitch challenge within my Slack coaching group in the 30 Days to Paid course. Each writer, depending on where they are in their freelance journey, is going to have higher amounts of pitches to send each day or lower. For me, my workload is already basically at max, so I'm cold pitching at this point to find higher paying clients to replace lower paying clients. That's only going to take about five pitches per week, and I know I can commit to that. Even though more is better, what you can actually stick to long term until you reach the goal is best. Stay consistent, even if it means taking a little bit less action. One of the major problems is that people just come onto things really, really strong. They do so much in the beginning and they eventually drop off. You are just better off taking baby steps, staying consistent and doing this for the long haul. Inconsistency is going to be one of the biggest killers in your freelance business. So anything you can do to stay consistent is going to be key. One of the biggest attributes you need as a freelancer is resourcefulness. This comes into play in two different ways. Number one, as a freelance solopreneur, you are responsible for everything. You will be responsible for getting clients 
completing the work for the client, invoicing the client, chasing the payment from the client if they don't pay you on time, doing your taxes, creating all of your own marketing materials, sending all of your own emails. Full-time freelance copywriters have so many responsibilities. So you really need the ability to figure things out yourself, but you also need the ability to figure things out for your clients. You can't be somebody who depends on the client to spoon feed you work. You need to come to the table with your own ideas. Something I noticed online in general, ever since I got online and, and got into the course creation space is that people send me questions that could be answered with a three second Google search. So if you're somebody who doesn't do a lot of research, you're probably going to struggle in this profession because copywriting is all about getting into the mind of a consumer that you might not be familiar with, being able to empathize with them. You need to be able to find what you need to find in order to do that. You need to get the knowledge you don't have and you need to be able to do that self-sufficiently. So whether it's researching the best way to write a sales page or a case study or a white paper or whether it's how to use a feature on LinkedIn, a lot of this stuff is really accessible with a two-minute Google search. So you really have to hone your research abilities, become an expert Googler, be someone who is able to find the answers. And if you do need to ask that question, at least come to it saying, listen, I have looked here, here, and here, and I cannot figure this out. Am I missing something here? Showing that you've done the work and you've put the effort in before you ask questions will go a really long way with clients. It'll just help you to become a more resourceful, independent person, a scrappier person, a can-do person, somebody who just is able to get things done on their own. The more resourceful you are, the more confident you'll become. As freelancers, we have to toe this line between being a service provider and taking instruction and being able to stand up for those ideas in a convincing way. Let's say have an idea for somebody's social media account. You present that and the client pushes back on you. You have to be able to be like, no, 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 this is what I've seen and this is why I think this would be great. And if you are able to persuade them and they try a strategy that you recommended and it works, you will ultimately be seen as an expert. If you don't bring anything to the table at all, your client really won't feel like they're getting great service from you. The more resourceful and independent and scrappy you can be, the bigger asset you become to a client. So it's really worth honing that ability. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Go to this playlist I'm going to recommend right here. It's going to put you on the path to getting started as a freelance copywriter. And I really hope these resources are helpful to you in your journey. See ya.